It's March the 31st, 2015, and this is the audio podcast, show 147, Liquid Sonic Event. Hey! Yeah, and it's not April Fool's, because that's tomorrow. This is a real, honest show, full of fact and interest. Um, my name's Adam Yench, and of course, uh, we were just introduced by Scott Hewitt. Hey, Scott. Hello, Adam. Um <laughs> No Sam today, not sure where he is, um, so we're just going to kind of keep going, you know, we've got our normal standard setup of uh, some news, uh, but no feature today, and some plunder, and of course, um, you can follow our notes at theaudiopodcast.co.uk forward slash show forward slash 147, which has all the links to the various stories and whatnot, so I think we should get started. All right, then. So uh, first up in the news is a announcement from Jay-Z, which Jay-Z um, recently acquired a couple of weeks ago, an audio streaming service called Tidal, which, is, which I think is very kind of European mainland-focused and not particularly... It had the licensing agreements in place, but I think that's essentially the thing it had going for it. Um, he's actually bought it and then done a re um, and essentially completely relaunched it with the you know with the kind of help that when you're something like Jay Z, you can call upon. So can you ask Beyonce and various other people to to do this? And interestingly, the, the probably the, the key name in their roster of artists is Taylor Swift, who was has been very uh, vocal about not wanting to be on Spotify and not wanting to be on these other streaming services. So uh, they must have cut a decent deal to get that one done. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I suppose... Uh, the, the other thing about this is uh, I remember reading that it's uh, a high-quality music service. Yes, so I think the, the intention was that it, it will be, A, a high-quality music service, and secondly, has... Um, a far higher entry level. I think it's like twenty pound a month or so is the kind of starting, it's the starting streaming package on it. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm like, uh, when we say high quality, we mean like audio quality, not quality of music. And it says it it, it aims to provide CD quality streaming. Now I don't really know what that means, you know, because they're not obviously not going to be broadcasting WAVs at your face. 1644 one. Oh, so take a wave to the face. Oh, oh. So we, I guess we're thinking about some kind of higher bitrate MP3 type audio that they must be sending across. But uh, yeah, notable in that. Oh, I suppose it's also a competitor to Beats as well, is it not? In what is Beats? Well, is Beats a just a music the, store? The the Beats streaming service. Yeah, and there's also Beatport as well, uh, which we talked oh, about a couple of weeks ago here. I'm as well. Dr. Dre out now. So basically, Dr. Dre and Jay Z are going head to head in the music streaming service space. Yeah. So I'd say that it's a flack. It's actually streaming. Um, flack is, is the intention behind is behind it. Um, it suggests it's going to be flack at 1,411 uh, kilobits per second. So that's the equivalent of 16-bit 44.1 kilohertz. Okay. So that's as opposed to, say, a high-quality AAC streaming service, which would be running at 320k. Mm-hmm. If you could, perhaps you could think of somebody who streams like that. <laughs> Brr, I'm, uh, I, I, I'll, 
Uh, it's an interesting way to go, I suppose. Um, if if you've got an internet connection, I mean, how does that how does that compare to like a Netflix standard definition stream? Would you say? Well, it's about it's a little bit less than the well. Netflix is incredibly adaptive, actually. It's really tough to know what you're streaming through Netflix because essentially it will stream the highest possible quality it can get away with, and then when it starts to fall behind, it starts to scale back quickly, which is... Yeah. I'm, I'm sure everybody who's got a Netflix account has seen the classic. It kind of looks like we're looking through something through a, through a bathtub, and then it suddenly gets crystal clear again, and that's exactly what... Uh, that's what's because, happening. Because they also have an HD service, which only certain people can actually use because it's... Because yeah. um, it's... Yeah so powerful but I yeah. don't know what that means to be honest um, so so that title if you're interested you know, you know yeah just... so it, you, there's a seven day free trial that you can you can check out and it's available within European Union well European Union countries and the states and also South Africa and Switzerland um, I, well, I was going to say, well. if you're interested, you know, just uh, hit up Jay Z on Twitter and just say, "Hey, hey, buddy, can I check out you? Try out your system?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, that's cool. Here you go." But yeah. You're probably more correct. I think there's a more formal way of doing it. In, uh, in Detroit, yeah. And it is. It's in 19.99 a month in the UK. Okay. So 20, 20 quid. So. Yeah. yeah. So there has been. So what? While. Well, while there's been a bit of a hoorah about this being a positive thing, there has been a few kind of negative features as well suggested. I think one of the big issues is that it's um, it has a additional revenue model for already popular artists. If that makes sense. So a play doesn't count as a play under this service. A play counts as a play plus an additional. Plus, if you have the ability to negotiate the contract, you get an additional payment as well. So... It's a slightly different. It has a different kind of payment model to the to the other kind of tiers. So that's kind of you know. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. There you go. So that's uh. Yeah. So it's quite interesting. I'm saying it's. <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go. I love the way we're just kind of going. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No. It's, hmm. Well, it's cool. It, it, you know what I mean? I'm saying we we all know that streaming is. We all know that streaming audio is. It, at the moment, is a fun, is a massive problem and is essentially broken for everybody, other than the people consuming it for free. And it's, you know, I mean, yeah, there probably does need to be something else. But whether something else is just a slightly more expensive streaming service, I'm not quite sure. I don't know, but uh, let's, Scott, let's yeah. let's put that aside. All right, and, then. And, and give me the latest audacity news. The latest audacity news. You should have said the latest news with audacity. How about um? Well, you've missed a story there, though, Adam. But it was. Oh, right. oh yeah, because I haven't. I've done the old thing and haven't refreshed the page. Let, um, put the audacity to on hold for a minute and and tell me about native instruments. <laughs> native instruments. So native instruments have announced. Uh, well, yes. So titles a new streaming service. Native instruments have announced a new audio format. There we go. So, just what the world was crying out for—a new audio format um, has has been released. So, um, first of all, native instrument—the new native instruments audio format is called Stems. It's not really a new format; it's more a new convention around an existing format. 
which is to take the idea of an MP4 file, which supports multiple audio streams within it, and to have a convention about how those multiple audio streams will actually be used. Yeah. So it's, it, it's a clever idea. Um, essentially, what you get is you get um, channel one and channel two with the left-right stereo mix. So if you load it into any sort of standard MP4 playback and hit go, it will just play them back for you. Which, there you go, standard stereo file. So that's pretty cool. But then in the other channels, what they're advocating is that you would actually communicate the actual stems of the track. So drum parts, bass parts, um, maybe the melody, maybe the vocal lines all come as independent parts. And the idea behind this being that people will be able to imp uh, easily remix these, this material, uh, use, it, um, use this material and other things, that, and predominantly you'll be doing that inside Native Instruments products. Software. So, so obviously Native Instruments products will support this yeah. new format. And it's an MP4 container, but does that mean it's it's a, um, a compressed type of file, or does it support high? You can put anything you want inside an MP4 container. Yeah. See now, now us uh, audio people are having to deal with the complexity of the old video because video has been like for years. Digital video is like container and this thing, this other thing, and it's just like I have no idea what what's going on. Yeah. Audio has always been simple because it's been okay. This is an eighth. This is a WAV. This is a FLAC. This is an MP3. And now, now, but it's uh, it brings something because I suppose video has video and audio components which are compressed in in their own ways. In in their own ways into their own to their own different formats. Yeah. Mm. So now we're gonna we're gonna get a bit of that. But okay, this is this is cool and. I mean, for me, the the interesting thing is that you could take it's it's a good it's a good format for remixing, not just for DJs who are who are live and you know wanting to maybe take the bass out of this bit of this tune, but they couldn't do it with an MP3 because you can't do that with an MP3 or with a WAV file straight up stereo. Yeah. Um, but, but but also there's this other group of people who might find it interesting because they can take these tracks and do something else with them creatively. Yeah, but is is this solving a problem that doesn't actually exist? Because I would have, I would suggest to you that the main problem when it comes to artists wanting to wanting to share the original stem mixes and stem stem parts of their mix isn't the lack of an audio format by which they could share these things because that you know it's really easy to do a stem bounce down of inside any door environment they all do that it's more the fundamental fact that they don't want to um, yeah but I would say that because uh, okay so native instruments obviously have got a, a good foothold in the DJ space with their tractor certainly yeah. products. Um, and uh, also, the other thing to note is that this is not a proprietary standard. Um, it's going to be openly licensed, so it's not like it's going to remain shackled to Native Instruments products because no one else can be bothered to uh, take on the license because it costs money. Da da da. So that's interesting. And you know what? I would imagine Native Instruments wouldn't just be like, let's just make a, a multi-stem audio format. I'm sure that they've got people who, who talk to them and say, 
wouldn't it be great if we could do this? That kind of thing. And you know what? Multi multi-channel audio files have been around for ages. Yeah. They've been around for ages. I mean, think about you know, you and I um were big in Macs, you know, we used to do Maximus P and stuff. And you could record how many was it? Maybe I don't know, eight or more channels into one file, but into one file, yeah. It's just wider um wider compatibility that stopped that being very useful. You had to basically make a max patch that decoded it into separate files. So it kind of didn't really make make a whole lot of sense to use it outside of Max, but maybe this will uh, push forward this idea. Now, did you say something to me about like it being a good like a thing for the for the creator because um, they can offer a stereo version for people who just want the stereo version and a more expensive stems version. Well, it, certainly when in the Native Instruments announce, announcement for it, some of the informal chatter was was orientated around the idea of being able to protect the uh, re retail value of products through this. The idea being that a lot of um, kind of DJ mixing tools are starting to add in support for Spotify and other streaming services. So <laughs> right now there's a group of people, right now there is the people buying vinyl who are obviously making a significant financial contribution to the industry. Then there are the people who are buying MP3 and AAC who are probably making some sort of contribution. But in the very near future there's a lot of concern that it's going to switch almost entirely to the streaming services. At which point there's then that how will the independent kind of dance independent kind of dance producers survive based on their you know their role to check from Spotify as an illustration. So this is a why not you could push this out from you know it, you could use stems and sell this as the format. So rather than sell the standard stereo mix, you sell the the stemmed out elements of it instead as an mm -hmm. as an add-on purchase or stuff like that, which does make sense. I'm saying. As a, as a basic approach, it has the advantage of, you know, Spotify, if they wanted to stream a stem file, would have to stream six six audio files at the same time, which would increase their bandwidth bill significantly. So it's not like you're going to see it streamed. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, okay, I see what you mean. You see, you see what I mean? It's, it's, point, just gonna... it's pointless streaming a multi-channel... Uh, well, it, it's, not, like. it's not pointless. You could see in the same way that the stem file will be cool to work with, you could see how if you wanted to play it in real time, then streaming it would be cool. But at the same point, streaming it would be incredibly, you know, would be, what, three times more expensive than yeah. the be, standard it'd, version. It would be intensive on, the, on yeah. the whole streaming system. Although, you know, in five years' time, we'll probably be able to do it. Oh yeah, it'd be negligible at that point. Everyone should have one gigabit per second internet, and it won't be a problem or something. I I think it's cool. Um, I I've always been interested. I've I've for a long time, and Adam and I we've been actually doing something about this uh, in a in a different context, which I which we I mentioned in passing, but we won't say maybe any more about. But we for a while we've been investigating the idea of file formats because I'm I'm of the opinion that the industry can be that the profitability of the industry can be saved through through reconsidering the thing we're selling. And as the thing we're selling is now files, that means the file format is the fundamental block. Whether whether native instrument stems is the right thing, I suspect it's I I don't know how much traction this is going to get, purely just because of the fact that while native instruments have taken the great decision to go 
open licensing, free licensing with it, and open formatting, which I think is a great approach. I worry that perhaps their dance music orientation is going to be so strong that they they might end up with a format which ends up in a niche area, which is cool. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. This yeah, could be yeah. the way... I'm sure, you know, I'm sure Native Instruments don't mind so much about that because their prime products are about dance or EDM music and that kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. That's cool. So that's not too much of a problem. Now, I wonder if in the future a particular audio editor could offer editing of such a multi-channel format. Hmm. Maybe not Maybe not today, but there is a new update to Audacity. Indeed so. Audacity 2.1.0 has been released. Um, the highlights of the new release are spectral. Uh, you can now make spectral selections within the spectrogram view. That made me think immediately of sound hack. I thought that was cool. Um, also, you can have a, there's a, the noise reduction has been improved uh, significantly. There's also now real-time preview for effects, and the effects can now be used in chains. There's also some pre additional preset support for FX chains as well. Um, the beauty of Audacity, it's basically available to run on everything. Um, though if you want a recent version, you have to get to 10.4 and above, or XP Service Pack 3, 32 oh. bits. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. So you've got to make sure that your version of Windows XP is not, like, about 10 years old or something. Yeah, basically. You see, I know that you love your old operating system, Scott, but uh, I, I think we can... It'll be nice when XP is finally dead. Oh, definitely so. That's pretty fine. Um, so, yeah, so Beauty of Audacity is obviously available. It's available now... Though having said that, I I tried to put it onto my Ubuntu machine, and it wasn't inside the Ubuntu. It wasn't inside AppGet for Ubuntu. And when I took uh, when I did a quick build, I was going to build it. Um, but when I started building it, I started getting a couple of um, dependencies which I didn't have on my machine, and at that point, I lost interest. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's the uh, perennial problem with a Linux-based system. Well, I get yes. It's just you know I mean. Yes. Yes. You're right. I'm saying there we go. That's that's all there's to it. Distributing software on Linux takes time. It's just a bit a bit more. Takes time. Takes time. But it is it is now available. It looks pretty cool. Um I watched a saw a couple of you know yeah. It looks cool. I'm sure it's it's a good option to go for. So that's two point two point one oh or two point ten. No, two two point one oh. There we go. Two point one point oh. Yeah. Two point one point. Oh now there we go. Go Audacity. Woo! You can find links to these news stories and more at the Audio Podcast website, the uh, audiopodcast.co.uk forward slash show forward slash one four seven. Um, no feature this week, but uh, Scott, go on, take a take a stab at what my camera is showing us this week. Oh well, so I got no chance of doing this one. It's like sideways on some sort of effects processing, but now that I'm speaking, it's gone small. A couple of failures. I have no clue, Adam. I'm sorry. This is. Can't, can't you tell from the from the uh, the fonts? Do the fonts help you in any way? Yes, it's 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 like it's like is it like Roland or Yamaha? Whoa! It it, it is a Roland. It's a Roland. Roland. Hmm. And then look look up in the top left there, and you can see, you know, there's a little bit of white on black, kind of sticking out there. Oh, I can see the outputs here. It's I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm 
I'm sorry. Uh, this is a Roland SHO1 Gaia. Ah, virtual virtual analog synthesizer. One, once you actually, if you look it up, you'll be like, oh, okay, it's that synthesizer. Ah, very cool. It's, yeah, so that that's that. Um, I like it. That's the, the that's the feature this week. Amazing. Amazing. A a screenshot feature. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Well, moving. Uh, let, let's head into the plunder if that's okay. Our plunder. And the first plunder. I gotta say. I mean, I said to Scott, I don't really think this is plunder, but um, but you know, fine. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. So I'll, I'll defend it. It is indeed plunder, Adam. No, 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 no. Because um, it, it is an article which is a report of the early days of internet art. And while there is nothing intrinsically, while there aren't any intrinsic audio examples of it in the list, what it does have is a whole collection of events that happened on the internet, some of which have a, a couple of interesting kind of um, online real-world crossovers, like the King's Cross um, phone call expert, phone call game they played. And I, I thought it was quite interesting as the to remind us that when the internet first arrived, there was a lot of the things that we now take as very obvious things to do were at the time were pioneered through kind of artistic expression and artistic form. So I think I think our listeners will be interested. I'm sure we have a lot of listeners who probably who are probably looking at that article and thinking, oh, that must be what happened last year. So you know what I mean? It's what happened in the mid '90s. That's that's a lot further away. You know, 20 years now. It's pretty impressive. I think it's cool. The mid 90s. I think it's cool. Something which is very much to do with audio, though you may have concerns from a different angle as to whether it actually qualifies as plunder or not, though, is that an article from from Cycling 74's blog, that's, uh, Cycling 74 forums that somebody wrote about the different methods of sending values in Macs. Yeah, I mean, I had a look through this and I was blown away by how interested I was, and then I looked at Twitter. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, the, 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 the summary is really simple, which is you send and receive. There you go. This is a <laughs> or directly connect your objects for the fastest, um, yeah, the fastest uh, performance. Um, I mean, this is the kind of thing that also I've seen a bit on Stack Overflow, which is a, uh, a computer programming um, Q and A site. It's a very good site. Um, where people tend to kind of run performance checks on stuff like how quick your JavaScript yeah. compiles or not compiles because JavaScript doesn't compile but um, runs and all this kind of stuff. And this is this is a geek who's just like, you know what? I'm just going to show everyone how geeky I am by by going through a number of different ways of connecting objects and saying how fast they are. And I mean, it's fine. But generally, it probably isn't a huge deal to most people. Come on. I, I thought it was fun. There we go. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. And then finally in our plunder, um, the rebirth of Krautrock. Yes. Now, this is a, a, it's actually a BBC4 documentary. Uh, if you link through our notes, um, it's in a five-parter on YouTube. So, um, you know, kind of get watching. I think it looks like an hour-long type thing. Uh, and it basically kind of starts from the Second World War, end of the Second World War, when, you know, 
Germany lost the war and was in ruins and this kind of stuff and, and um, it kind of charts the story going up through um, certain types of music that were um, around you know I guess in the 50s 60s and then um, the birth of Krautrock which is seen as a very German um, kind of genre I suppose a German formulation on prog rock almost Hmm. Um, and you know, there's a uh, there's stuff about Tangerine Dream and um, interviews with the guys in that band and other people. Yeah, it's, if you got if you got a bit of time, give it a shot. That's what I say. Awesome. There we go. And with that, we've made it to the end of the uh, we've made oh, it to the end of the show. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Well, we've um. Next Tuesday is the day after the Monday bank holiday. It sounds like very tenuous when you say it out loud like that. But yes. is our suspicion to have a week off next week? Is that the? Uh... Um, yeah, I think we'd come to that conclusion. So yeah, no audio podcast next week, but maybe the week following. We, we will return the maybe, week following. Maybe, so. maybe two, maybe two weeks off, Scott. I mean, you know, we've we've had a pretty good run, I'd say. Well, we have. Let, let's see. We're de- we're certainly not here next week, though. That's, that's certainly the case. But maybe. Yes. yes. And of course, you know, if you're a podcast type person, it doesn't really matter because it'll pop up in your podcast reader. Of course, the audio podcast is available through such uh, podcast services as GPodder, Stitcher, um, iTunes. If you set it up through iTunes. Yeah. Um, and also YouTube. Where you get to see either our lovely faces or our lovely hardware. Yes. Yes. What else could you want? What else could you want? <laughs> well, people might want to know how they can contact us, Scott. Well, if you want to contact us, you can either uh, send us a tweet at the audio podcast. The best way is probably to email us, though, show at the audio podcast.co.uk. But you're also find us on Facebook and Google Plus as well. Hey. Ho, ho, ho. Even though we're nowhere near. Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thanks for listening to the um, the audio podcast. Um, I've been Adam Yanch. I've been Scott here. This has been the audio podcast show 147. Goodbye. Later. <laughs> wow.